Summary Do No Harm is neurosurgeon Henry Marsh's memoir, with a particular focus on his mistakes and regrets. Marsh admits that he grew up privileged. He began his college career studying English, but quit school due to an unrequited love. He took a job working in a mining town hospital, an experience that inspired him to become a surgeon. He returned to Oxford to finish his degree, and then attended the Royal Free Medical School in London, the only medical school at the time that did not require him to have any scientific qualifications. As a medical student, Marsh worked as a nursing assistant on the psychogeriatric ward of a long-term psychiatric hospital. There, he saw many patients who had been given lobectomies at the hospital where he would later train. Lobectomies were an accepted method of treating severe mental disorders, but would often leave the patient worse off than they were before. When Marsh was working in gynecology as a clinical student, his three-month-old son, William, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. William required an operation to remove the tumor. The operation was successful and William survived. Years later, Marsh would operate on a child with a brain tumor to implant a drainage tube in his skull, an operation similar to that performed on William. The patient's tumor recurred years later, and he died of a hemorrhage. The mother was devastated, complaining to Marsh of his treatment. Six months after William's operation, as a junior doctor at another teaching hospital, Marsh was called to check on a patient who was breathing heavily. Marsh dismissed his symptoms as normal, but moments later, the patient died of a heart attack. A year later, Marsh observed an aneurysm clipping at a time when he was unsure he wanted to continue to pursue a career in medicine. His experience had been centered on operations that involved large, bloody incisions, something he found distasteful. But the use of microscopes and microscopic instruments was fascinating to him. It was then he decided to become a neurosurgeon. Early in Marsh's neurosurgery career, he argued with fellow surgeons over their use of what he deemed to be the neurosurgery offices. Immediately afterward, he joined his registrar to remove a tumor from a patient's brain. During the operation, a nerve in the man's face was damaged. It is an accepted complication of that particular operation, but Marsh felt ashamed afterward when he saw the patient because he felt he should not have operated in a state of anger. As a neurosurgeon, Marsh began every morning with a staff meeting to prepare for the day's surgeries. At one such meeting, Marsh and his team discussed a woman with a small, unruptured aneurysm who wished to have surgery to avoid complications. During the operation, the clip applicator malfunctioned and almost caused a rupture. Marsh took great risk to reposition the clip three times. Marsh once consulted for a medical-based television show and described how he treated a woman named Melanie. Pregnant, Melanie was going blind because of a brain tumor. He successfully removed the tumor. Immediately afterwards, surgeons delivered her baby via cesarean section. While Melanie recovered, Marsh operated to remove another patient's rapidly spreading malignant tumor. The second patient suffered a hemorrhage after surgery and lived only 24 hours more in a coma. However, Melanie recovered and her baby was healthy. In 1992, Marsh visited the Ukrainian Neurosurgical Research Institute in Kiev and met Igor Kurletz, a neurosurgeon who wished to improve neurological care in the country. Because Kurletz's bosses did not wish to make improvements to the facility, Marsh invited Kurletz to study neurosurgery in London for a few months. When Kurletz returned to the Ukraine, he continued to push for a change. Marsh was active in supporting Kurletz's activities.
On one visit, Marsh operated on a facial nerve pain patient in the Ukrainian hospital, a story that was picked up by local and international news agencies. After his first successful operation in Ukraine, Marsh began an outpatient clinic for difficult neurosurgical cases in the country at Kurilet's encouragement. He offered to fly two patients, Ludmilla and Tanya, to London for surgery. The former, an older woman with a more treatable condition, successfully recovered. The latter, a child with a difficult tumor, was disabled following the surgery and died in the Ukraine a year later.